right, we are up against the wall, but man, I tell you what, it's time for me to introduce you to this week's featured artist. Uh, he is uh, coming to us today from uh, Paducah, Kentucky. Uh, he has just released his, I believe it's his fifth release, uh, Deja Hoodoo, joining us live from his uh, band Lou uh, Luton and 61 South. It's great to welcome to the show this week's featured artist, Lou Litton. How you doing? You with me? I'm doing good, Al. Thanks. Yeah, man, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And, uh, you know, welcome to Lincoln, Nebraska. Have you ever been here? I'm, I'm trying to think if I've ever been to Nebraska. I don't think I have. I think the closest maybe I've ever been is uh, Iowa. Iowa or Missouri. Well, they're both kind of like neighbors. Uh, I, I can't see if they're good neighbors or not, but they are certainly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think actually I may have been to Pittsburgh, Kansas one time. So there you go. Oh yeah, well you what you do? Go see a see a game there. Call you into college football? Yeah, I, well I was visiting some friends in uh, Joplin, Missouri, and uh, kind of east over the border to Pittsburgh, just to kind of check some things out, you know. Well, great. Well, we'd love to have you on up here. Uh, I've got your new CD in hand. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned, it's uh, Deja Hoodoo is the name of this thing. We certainly want to talk about it. But as I look at your resume and look at your career, man, you've been involved in a lot. you got a lot of radio work behind you, TV work. I mean, uh, you want to touch on any of that or we want to just go directly into your music? <laughs> well, I, you know, I've... Uh, by trade, I am a meteorologist. <laughs> that that was my day job. I worked for 25 years as a television meteorologist. Pretty impressive. And, uh, yeah, I started out in radio, then went to television, and uh, then went back to radio about 15 years ago. But uh, I was a meteorologist, like I said, for 25 years. In fact, I had a friend of mine, a guy I used to work with, um, who became a meteorologist, who was a meteorologist. I worked with him in Paducah, and I think he's in Lincoln, Nebraska now. I'm trying to think of his first name is Mark, and I'm, I'm, his last name is escaping me for some reason. Hmm. So he's working right here on one of the stations here in town? Yeah, he's, he's there. In, or last I heard, he was there in Lincoln. I'll put it that way. So, well, that's, uh, you know, you, you catch a lot of a lot of flack, you know, being a, a weather guy, don't you? Uh, you get used to it. A lot of jokes, you know, and, and this, that, and the other, and... And you finally get to where you just roll with the punches, you know, you go, because, uh, you know, people are, uh, they're just kidding around with you most of the time. Well, you know, the blues has got to be a whole lot easier gig, I tell you that. May not be quite as productive financially, but man, I tell you what, it's probably a lot better time, isn't it? It's a lot more fun. It's a lot relaxing. Um, it, there's been times in my life where it was uh, kind of an escape, you know, from the pressures of other things. and. And there's been times in my life where, you know, that, that guitar helped me pay some bills, you know, when some hard times hit. So, uh, but it's but it's always been there uh, throughout my life for, oh gosh, the better part of, uh, I want to say, uh, more well, more than 40 years. Well, you know, you've got this new CD out, uh, um, Deja Hoodoo, and, uh, you know, I've been playing stuff off of here for a few weeks now. And uh, there's a lot of great stuff on here, but I, I kind of wanted to save uh, the opening track, uh, you know, this, this afternoon on uh, your feature spot. And uh, are you a Waffle House fan? I mean, Waffle House Woman, that's a great track. Well, thank you. That one's been good to me. But, but almost every song, I wrote every song on the CD, 
And almost every song on the CD has a story behind it. And uh, the Waffle House Woman, how that song came about, I was uh, I was an open mic night at the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville. This is years ago. And there was a comedian there that would use open mic night to try out new material for his comedy show. And he did a bit about... Um, uh, he had a he had a wife, and then they divorced. Or she left him, I think it was. She left him, and then uh, a little bit later on, like several months or years later, he was going through Alabama and stopped in a Waffle House, and she was a waitress and Waffle House, and you know had the little get up on and everything, and that was the the gist of the song was revenge doesn't get any sweeter than this you know there's <laughs> it's working as a waitress in the waffle house and, and so some of that clicked and i said you know waffle house woman that would be a great song and so then uh that was one of those that just kind of fell together rather quickly and uh and i started playing it out at some open mic nights and uh, you know everybody was just thought it was a really a funny song or and and related to it and so the when I, we recorded that album that album which was tales from the two lane I said, we got to put this one on there. And then when we recorded, uh, or when we put together the, the compilation, Deja Hoodoo, I, I told the guy that did the mastering and mixing and everything, because he had a lot of input into what we put on there. And I said, you got to put this one on. And he goes, oh, I'm going to. So there it is. Yeah, that's one that certainly does, uh, you know, pass the test of time, don't you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Waffle House, been here a long time. Been be here long after we're gone, I'm sure. But uh, but it's it it was it resonated with a lot of people. In fact, I got to be friends with uh, the district manager for the Waffle House in this area, and uh, and she texted me. This was like two or three years ago, and she said, "Hey, I'm changing out the booths at one of these Waffle Houses. Do you want a booth from the Waffle House?" And I said, "Sure." And so now in my house, I have a booth <laughs> from the Waffle House. <laughs> and she threw she threw in the laminated menus and the the napkin holder and the uh the condiment holder and the little jelly rack and everything and uh and I got two mugs waffle house coffee mugs uh that actually came from the waffle house in Gulfport Mississippi wow. that was destroyed by by hurricane katrina well, I'd say you've certainly got some VIP sitting right there at the Waffle House. Uh, you know, I actually... We just got to get the song in the Waffle House jukebox. We're still trying to do that. I, I'm gonna, I need to check with, uh, to see if we've been able to do, get it on there with this latest release. You know, I actually called a friend of mine yesterday. He's, he's a huge Waffle House fan. Closest thing we've got is down here in St. Joe, you know. But uh, I drove yeah. over the road for you know 40 years roughly and uh you know i've hit a lot of waffle houses across country but i remember the first one i seen first one i ever come across never been in one before in my life and i pulled into one it was in alabama i believe and uh uh-huh. you know there was a guy working there and here all these gals are shooting all these orders at him with with flipped flopped and flied you know and uh, fried and toasted and you know and and uh, he's uh, he's like a mag- magician there at that at that grill. He's flipping stuff, and he they're barking stuff, nothing written down, and he's just throwing that food out. I couldn't be any more impressed, you know, with that guy. And so I always tried to uh, find other Waffle Houses that could compete. There was nobody that could cook like that boy. Well, you know, that's odd because I was just I was eating at a Waffle House. Uh just uh, last week, and same thing. And I was, and I, and I, I'm always struck by that. And I wondered to myself, 
how in the world do they keep all this stuff straight? But they do somehow. They've got they must have some system. Yeah, they're good. Well, you know, uh, there's a lot of great stuff on here other than Waffle House, but I wanted to uh, let you know that, you know, I'm one of the late bloomers here. I really didn't know of your work until Palestine Blues came out. What was that, 2017? So it's only been a few years, and you released, what, three three or four records before that. So Yeah, the first one, Stateline Blues, came out in around 2000, and then 2006 was Tales from a Tulane. And then uh, Rain came out in 2016, followed in 17 by Palestine Blues. And in between there somewhere, I put out a an EP, which was basically just me, and it was uh, Christmas songs. And then uh, and then we thought about this one, and and I said, you know what, the first the first two CDs did not get nearly as much exposure as the last two, and so I said, let's put out a compilation. And, and then just see what happens. This may be the last full-length CD that I put out. I've got some new songs that I plan on releasing. I don't know whether I may do that digitally. I may do that like in an EP form or something. But, uh, you know, things have just changed so much in the music business. It's true. This may be the last full, yeah, this may be the last full-length CD that I put out. You know, I'm getting... I kind of wanted something that, yeah, it was just all my own songs and no cover songs. I'm getting more and more files sent to me, you know. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, back when I first started here at, at KZUM back around 2005, we couldn't bring in any files. We couldn't bring in anything that was burned. You know, they just yeah. frowned on that. They said, no, 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 no. We can't be doing that. And But like you say, everything's changed. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, it, it costs so much for the pressing and... Uh, and uh, the mastering, well, you're going to do that anyway. But it costs a bunch for the pressing, and then when you when you send the CDs out to all of the the radio stations, I mean it's it's thousands and thousands of dollars. And uh, and when you're not getting, you know, when people are streaming, and you know you're getting paid point zero zero five cents per stream, you're not selling the CDs, you know, to shows like you used to. It's really hard to recoup the money that you spend on putting out a uh, new product. Well, you know, I'm, uh, I'm certainly a fan of, of your band. Tell us how you all got together as uh, 61 South. Well, I was not an original member. Um, the band started in 1992. So this is the 30th anniversary of the band. And it was, uh, uh, the, we still have the same drummer, Eric Eichholz. He's the only original member that's been with us the whole way through. Uh, they had a different bass player. They had uh, a different singer, lead guitar player. His name was uh, Fast Lane Hendrickson. And then we had uh, J.D. Wilkes on harmonica. And J.D. still records with us. He's on all of our CDs. And every once in a while when he's available, he'll do a live show with us. He plays with another band that actually has toured uh, all over the United States and Europe. They're called the Legendary Shack Shakers. And he uh, he tours with them. He's a fantastic harmonica player. In fact, on Shamika Copeland's hmm. Uncivil War album that was nominated for a Grammy, he plays on that one. Nice. And, yeah, he's recorded with uh, Sturgill Simpson and a lot of other people. He's just, he's absolutely phenomenal. And... Uh, and like I said, I'm proud to say he's one of my best friends, and we still, he still plays with us um, when we can. He, or some select shows. He traveled with us to St. Louis. We did a show with Chuck Berry 
and uh, he came up and played with us on that one. And then, like I said, he always records with us. He's he's just out of this world. But anyway, back in '93, um, I got divorced and got the guitar out from under the bed. I wanted something to do, and then I was playing in a music store, just you know, killing time. And one of them uh, was in the music store and heard me play, and I got talking to him. And eventually, they said, "Hey." We got an opening for a guitar player that had a rhythm guitar player that had left and said, Do you want to play? And I said, I said, Sure, yeah. And so I started playing guitar with him. And then Fast Lane Henderson split for New Orleans. He wanted to, to play down on Bourbon Street. And so he, he moved to New Orleans. And the other guys said, You know, we want to keep the band going. Do you want to be the, the singer? And I said, Well, I don't know. I've never really done that. I said, I'll give it a try. And so that's what I did. And then in uh we went through a couple of incarnations with different people and then uh in 99 i believe it was uh, we got pretty much the nucleus that we have now and they wanted to they thought we could get more gigs if they used my name at that time because i was you know working in television and they said this might make people might recognize us more and uh and so they said let's change the name to Instead of 61 South, let's be Lou Jutton in 61 South. And so that's what we did and been that way ever since. And we put out the first album in 2000. At that time, we just wanted to get into some bigger festivals and stuff and get some better gigs. And I talked to the guy with the Music uh, City Blues Society in Nashville at the time. And I said, hey, we're going to put out a CD. We're going to do a bunch of cover songs, you know, or something. He said, no. He said, don't do that. He said, write as many songs as you can. He said, because that's what will set you apart. And I said, well, I never really did much writing of songs and anything, you know. I said, I'll try. And as it turned out, I was better at it than I thought. (laughs) And so I think I had nine originals on that first CD. And then uh, I've had, I think, at least nine or ten on every CD since. In fact, the last two, Palestine Blues, was all original. And then uh, Deja Hoodoo, which is a compilation of the, the... from the first four cities there i wanted to make sure that was all originals as well well i tell you what uh, you've got some incredible writing on here it seems like you like to have fun with your lyrics and uh, you know you it's obvious you've surrounded yourself with some quality musicians putting this together. yeah i mean the guys in the band they're good players they're great players i had some friends of mine that come on and played uh alonzo pennington who's a phenomenal guitar player he's uh played with um John Michael Montgomery. He actually played for a while with uh, Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Uh, he's friend. He literally is friends with Tommy Emmanuel and some of the finest guitar players in the world. Tom Bresh, all those Travis style, and he's really good at the Travis style in addition to anything you know else you want to do. And then uh, Bob Lore plays piano on some of the cuts. He was the longtime piano player for Chuck Berry, and uh, he. Uh, in fact, I was talking to him just the other day. We were talking about one of the cuts that nighttime and today that's on there. And he told me, he said, it was one of the greatest compliments I ever had. He said, you know, out of all the things I've done, he said, he goes, I think that if not right up there with my favorites might be my very favorite thing I ever recorded. And I, he said, I just played so good and it went with the song so well. And, uh, and when you listen to the song, you go, oh, okay, I see everything was just perfect, you know. And then uh, Terry Mike Jeffrey, who's uh, a local guy, but uh, very one of the most talented natural musicians I've ever known, came in and played 
uh, saxophone on a couple of cuts and everything one take. You know, he was like one take, the one take wonder, and just perfect. Uh, so we're really blessed to have been around some really great players. Uh, so tell us, you know, things have kind of broken loose. I was looking at your tour schedule, and it uh, looks like you're staying fairly close to home. But, man, you are not having any problem keeping busy. No, I think this may be the busiest year I've done. Um, I do play mostly close to home, but I played a couple of weeks ago at the Duke Joint Festival in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Um, I played on uh, as a guest or whatever on the the legendary rhythm and blues cruise uh i played what's oh i can't even think of all the places but we've played every place from the kansas city area to near chattanooga down to clarksdale mississippi uh, evansville indiana louisville kentucky um gosh all over a lot in missouri a lot in missouri and uh, southern illinois wineries that type of thing but what's crazy is when during the pandemic you know everything shut down and so all of our gigs were canceled we had some casino gigs that were canceled in addition which are some was some really good ones and uh, and nothing's going on you know and then but i got to thinking i said you know what i think what's going to come back first are the solo solos and duos you know and so i really started woodshedding on my solo acoustic act and I even, uh, I wanted to get better at finger picking. So I even took lessons for about seven or eight months from a really good teacher up here to get better with my finger picking. And so when we started coming out of the pandemic, I started doing more and more solo acoustic shows because that's what happened. Those shows came back first. Uh, people weren't ready for big crowds, you know. And so, um, and then I, and so I now, probably about two thirds of my gigs now are solo acoustic or even at Clarksdale I started doing solo electric using a uh, what they call a stomp board to go along with the electric guitar and uh, and I'm, I'm going to do more of that and I may start incorporating a looper a little bit more in it too because a lot of the guys are starting to, to work with the loopers now too so but it, it's a it's a whole different thing that's what I said when you do that kind of show you can, there's nobody to hide behind <laughs> yeah. But it's a lot of fun, too, because you can stretch out and just do all kinds of different things, you know. Well, you know, it's glad to, I'm glad to hear you. Everybody's getting busier. Everybody had time to create, to write during all that two-year pandemic, and they're really laying out a lot of music. Looks like that's what you did here. And uh, with a, uh, for a compilation, you, uh, you had a great list, of a uh, great playlist that you put together here. Total of... Uh, 16 songs on Deja Hoodoo. That's a lot of music. I don't care how you look at it. So how do you uh, how do you decide on the uh, tracks, and uh, how do you decide just exactly what this project was going to be? Well, we decided to do it. We had the four CDs. We recorded at two different studios. And so one of the things we needed to do was kind of uh, make everything match, you know, uh, volume-wise and, and so, you know, making... So- as much consistency as we could get between all the tracks, which were recorded over, what, uh, 17 years. And so I went to a friend of mine named Wes Henley in Jackson, Tennessee, who not only is a phenomenal guitar player, one of the best I ever heard, he also was the band leader for Carl Perkins for 25 years. Oh, wow. And he's, yeah, I mean, he's played with George Harrison and 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 uh, uh, Dave Edmonds and... You know, all these big rock stars. But anyway, 
he uh but he's got a studio in jackson tennessee of course where carl lived and i said will you take this project on and uh, and do the you know mastering and kind of tweak them up a little bit he said sure yeah he goes i'd be honored to and then what he did i said i'm i said i'm gonna tell you this i said i want you to tell me what songs you think should be on there and i gave him the cds i said tell me what songs you think or should be on there but i'm gonna tell you i've got a list of several that you gotta put on there because you know there have been fan favorites you know throughout the the uh the 30 years you know and and so one of them was Waffle House Woman. Um, I think Tattoo Blues was one. Um, several of them, Homegrown Tomato. And um, and what's remarkable is when he came back with the ones he thought, um, it was pretty close to the ones that, uh, I think it might have been all of the ones that I thought should have been on there too. Uh, it was just a perfect match. And then he was the one that decided, you know, we need this tempo here, this tempo here. You know, move this around here, and uh, and did all the uh, the arranging on what the order they would go in. And I thought he just did a phenomenal job. Yeah, you mentioned uh, earlier about uh, the changing of the guards, so to speak, in your in your band. Uh, and uh, I was just kind of curious what what do you have planned for in the future? What what do you and your new band? Uh, well, maybe not new band, but you know all the uh, you and uh, 61 south what have you got planned in the future any big gigs any uh any other uh, items that you want to speak of well i mean we're just going to keep going you know i mean we're um you know when we started out we were in our um gosh our 20s and 30s and uh now we're in our (laughs) 60s and 70s you know but we're still you know we're still pushing ahead we're still and uh, most of us are still, are still in good health, and and so we're just going to keep pushing. And uh, I'm going to keep playing. I mean, I got a friend in in Huntsville, Alabama. He plays with the band, but he also plays a lot of solo electric. It's a cat named uh, Microwave Dave, uh, Dave Gallagher, and he's a he's he's older than me. He's probably oh man, seventy five or older. He was a Vietnam vet, and we were talking about it and. And I said, I don't, I said, uh, I said, I don't know how much longer I can go, but I'm, I'm just going to keep going as long as I feel like it, you know? And I said, how about you? I said, I don't know how you do it because he, he unloads a lot of gear when he plays electric solo. He said, listen, he said, man, he said, my doctor told me you keep going as long as you can. He said, because this gives you physical exercise. This gives you mental exercise, uh, you know, your social exercise he said everything he said he said this is this is the best thing you could possibly do you know for your for your mental and physical health all the way around so just keep going and so that's kind of the way we are you know there's stuff that that i may do in the future um that i do more stuff by myself traveling because my guys have gotten to where they they don't want to go as far as i do you know i mean i want to fly i want to do all over the nation i want to do europe um, and that will be hard to do with them because of their various uh, obligations. And quite frankly, for some of them, they health, you know. But um, but in those cases, I can I can play solo. Or I can get a pickup band and play. I just I just I love playing and I love traveling. And so I'll just keep doing as much as I can. 
Well, Lou, I tell you what, I want to thank you. I want to congratulate you on the success of this new CD. And, uh, you know, on 30 years of this band been, uh, staying alive and well, like you say, man, uh, that don't happen. That just doesn't happen by chance. There aren't many There aren't many bands that last 30 years, and there aren't many marriages that last 30 years. <laughs> I, think if I, I think if I put... Uh, both, if I put both of my marriages together, it wasn't 30 years. <laughs> well, Lou, I tell you, I want to thank you for taking the time and being with me. And uh, also, before we uh, cut you loose, why don't you tell everyone where they might be able to learn more about you and your band, maybe locate your music. They can find it, uh, stuff about the band and me, and uh, they can buy the CD, too. It's probably the cheapest price. I mean, it's uh, right there on my website, 61south.com. That's the number six, the number one, South dot com and uh they can get all kinds of information there about the uh, the new cd and about the band and check out all of the, the music that we have i mean there's other places where you can get it you know like cdbaby.com and uh um i don't well, i don't even know all the places but of course all the streaming places spotify and amazon and all that but uh but if they really want to learn more about it and they want to get the cheapest price on the uh the cd Go to 61south.com. I always believe in buying direct from the artist. I mean, forget all the middlemen. Go directly to the man. And, uh, man, thank you so much, uh, Lou. Lou Litton and 61 South is uh, this week's featured artist and band. And uh, thanks again, my friend. Thank you, Al. I really appreciate it. Thanks to everybody. Say hi to everybody in uh, in Nebraska and in Lincoln for me. You bet. And if you can get up here in the heartland of America, man, you would be a great fit. We'd look forward ready, to it. Man. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Well, you take care. Be safe out there. And uh, good luck with the tour. Thanks, man. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. That is uh, this week's featured artist. And uh, that is Lou Litan. And... Uh, 61 South is the name of his band. Deja Hoodoo is the name of the CD. We're going to play more of that stuff later on in the show. Right now we are uptight against the top of the hour. I got to go take care of business. And uh, we'll be back and go for a ride with Tommy Castro right after this. <laughs> 